Welcome to Fraser 365. This week, we're hearing from members of our prayer ministry who are sharing with us some important thoughts about the spiritual discipline of prayer as we enter the season of Lent. Day six is read by Jackie Lunsford. The title of today's devotion is A Temple Filled with Prayer. As we end this week of focus on our prayer preparation during the Lenten season, we have looked at prayers of seeking after God, prayer and fasting with humility before the Lord, prayers of confession and forgiveness, ours and us to others, prayers of worship and adoration, and prayers leading us to give and serve those in need. Though we will continue those prayers throughout Lent, today we will focus on prayers of intercession as our hearts become the temple of God's Holy Spirit and we pray the prayers that are on God's heart for the lost and those in need. As we walk through the remaining days of Lent, what a privilege it is to be able to enter God's throne room boldly. Hebrews 4.16 says, Let us then with confidence draw near to the throne of grace, that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. As Jesus died on the cross on the day the Jews were celebrating Passover and he became our forever Passover lamb, he gave himself as the perfect sacrifice for the sins of the world. Just as he died, God tore the veil of the temple in half from top to bottom. Let's go back in time for a moment. Imagine if you had been one of the priests on duty that day in the temple. It seemed like everyone else was watching Jesus' crucifixion. The other religious leaders were at Golgotha, mocking and scoffing. You saved others. Save yourself if you're the Messiah. But for you, it was just another day at work. That is, until the sun went dark for three hours, and you hear a terrible ripping sound. What was that? You realize the veil covering the Holy of Holies has been torn in half from top to bottom. You hit the ground and hide your eyes. You are sure if you see God's glory, you will die. What has happened? Though you as a priest that day might not have understood the significance, but knew to be terrified, we as Christians know that was just one more sign of the gifts God provided by Jesus' death for us, free access to his presence without fear. His children are welcome and invited to come to him through prayer as often as we will. He loves to spend time with us, just as we love to spend time with our own children. Let's find out more about prayer in the temple in the Old Testament and now. When the Old Testament tells us about Solomon building the temple, it is full of examples of prayer offered at its dedication and promises of God's answers when prayers were prayed toward the temple from wherever the worshiper might be in Israel. What kinds of prayers were offered there? Prayers of praise and honor to God, 2 Chronicles 6.14. Prayers reminding God of His promises, verses 15 through 17. Prayers that God listened to the prayers of the king and the Israelite people, and even the foreigner who prayed there, and that he would forgive. 2 Chronicles 6, 18 through 42. A prayer song of joy and praise and thanks in Psalm 30. Later, when Ezra rebuilt the temple after the Israelites returned from exile, what prayers were offered then? Fasting and prayer for protection as the people returned from Babylon. Ezra 8, 21. 
prayers with weeping and confession of sin as they dealt with intermarriage of those who had not been taken to Babylon. Ezra 9, 6 through 10, 1. How did Jesus feel about prayer in God's temple? Mark eleven fifteen through 17 says, And they came to Jerusalem, and he, being Jesus, entered the temple and began to drive out those who sold and those who bought in the temple. And he overturned the tables of the money changers and the seats of those who sold pigeons. And he would not allow anyone to carry anything through the temple. And he was teaching them and saying to them, Is it not written, My house shall be called a house of prayer for all the nations? But you have made it a den of robbers. In this time in Jesus' life, when we see his zeal for his father's house and his righteous anger, we are surprised. Both Matthew and Luke also include this story. They had so often witnessed Jesus' love and tender compassion for those in need. But now he was furious that God's house was being misused and devoid of prayer, communication with the Father. What about now? What can we learn about Christians in relation to the temple? 1 Corinthians 6, 19-20 tells us, Or do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God? You are not your own, for you were bought with a price. So glorify God in your body. 1 Peter 2 describes those who are in the church as living stones being built up as a spiritual house or temple with Jesus as the chief cornerstone. These verses tell us that our hearts are now the temple of God, as well as the gathering of the church as a body of believers. How can we individually and corporately be a house of prayer? Pastor Chris often encourages us to use the P-R-A-Y, PRAY acronym, to remind us of ways we come to the Lord in prayer. P, praising Him for who He is. R, repenting for our sins. A, asking for God to meet our needs and the needs of others. Y, yielding our hearts to God's will above ours. Now that we know that we are God's temple, would Jesus describe you and me as a house of prayer? Are we praying what's on the Father's heart? As we move toward Holy Week and walk through this time of Lent, how will we let Emmanuel not just be with us, but indwell us as his temple and allow the prayers of his heart to flow through us? Write out a prayer of thanks and praise for all Jesus accomplished on the cross for you. Pray and listen, asking God how he would have you pray for the lost around the world. Now pray God's heart for the world, or your neighbors, or your family, whoever he is reminding you about that needs to know Jesus. Father God, thank you that you so loved the world that you gave your only Son, so that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but shall have everlasting life with you. Thank you for loving me and saving me. Lord, use me daily to pray for and reach out to the lost around me, and let them know how much you love them. Give me the love, the words, and the compassion to share Jesus with them. Lord, I love you. May you be glorified. In Jesus' name, amen. <laughs>